Okay, so... Of course, they're not going to let this crisis go to waste, right? Right, so without a doubt, there's going to be a call for a one-world government. There's going to be a call for a centralized, coercive, oligarchical control over just about everything, because here's what happens. The governments, governments around the world, and they're not all one big blob. There are better and worse governments, but they all operate on the same mechanism, which is a violation of the non-aggression principle. Government is force. Uh, governments are, are theft. Taxation is theft. All of this basic stuff that I've been talking about low these many decades, that's all very real. That's all very real, and we're really seeing the effect of this now. So people talk about, or they ask the questions, well, oh yeah, Mr. Free Society guy, how would you, how would your society solve something like a pandemic, right? Because I am an advocate of a stateless society. Governments are as anachronistic and as evil as slavery. And just because people can't imagine a world without governments, so what? We only live in the modern world because people imagined a world without slavery and brought it into being. So that's what we should be doing and that's what we should be focusing on. Now, how would a free society, how would a state, the society deal with a pandemic? Okay, here's the thing that drives me completely mad about governments is the absolute, complete and total lack of accountability. Absolute, complete and total lack of accountability. And I say this as somebody, listen, I got my first job when I was 10. I've been paying all my own bills since I was 15 years old. I put myself through school. I co-founded a company. I've co-founded what I'm doing here. I perhaps have a pathological overreach when it comes to personal responsibility, but that's kind of how I was raised. Those were the circumstances that were to some degree forced upon me and to some degree that I embraced. That you have to be responsible in your life. You have to be responsible. To avoid responsibility, sure, you get to avoid guilt and shame and kicking yourself when you make a bad decision, but you lose everything that makes life worthwhile. In this or any other existence, you have to take full and total responsibility in your life if you're going to call it a life rather than just surfing on the backs of other people who are actually taking responsibility. And so for me, I've always studiously tried to avoid people who won't take responsibility. When I was an entrepreneur in the business world, if people made excuses, if people would neither do what they told me they were going to do nor told me they weren't going to do it, but I just waited for the baton to come sitting there like an idiot in the middle of the track and field race, so to speak, I just wouldn't work with them. You, you can't coexist fundamentally with people who don't take responsibility because their lives will continue to be disastrous and they will continue to blame everyone but themselves. And all they do is manipulate. Because if you take responsibility, you don't need to, to manipulate because you're honest. You can be honest. Honesty and responsibility are two sides of the same coin. If you don't take responsibility, all that's left is manipulation. Now, you can see this at an individual level. But when you start to look at it at an international level, the world comes into focus in highly detailed, highly comprehensible, a terrifying way. So, the Chinese government has been irresponsibly working with highly dangerous pathogens in their Wuhan facility for at least a decade. And I posted materials about this, how they were working with some really freaky stuff, coronavirus stuff, bat stuff. And they have been acting in an irresponsible manner with biological whatevers. I don't want to call them weapons because I don't know. But we also know that the Chinese government 
have, has corrupted significant swaths of Western academia by funding everyone. There was this uh, guy at Harvard who's been, I think, arrested or, or is being questioned for failing to disclose his connections with China. Out here in Canada, in Winnipeg, last year, a bunch of Chinese scientists were expelled from the lab, their computers were seized, and their employees were told never to speak of this to anyone. What were they doing? Were they sending data? Were they sending samples? We'll never know, because reporters in Canada are too busy sucking up Trudeau's sleazy, kiss-the-ring emperor cash than actually doing any real reporting about things that matter in the world. So China, I believe, was working on some seriously nasty stuff and uh, it got out. It got out. The Wuhan story, the fish market story, red herring. A significant number of the early cases had no connection to the Wuhan fish market. And so, of course, when this all came out, you get all these stories. <gasps> Look at all the crazy things that Chinese people eat. Well, they do. They do. And they have some weird medical practices that Charlie Sheen-like drinking tiger blood gives you some 17-year-old diamond-hard boner that lasts for four days and can be used to pummel through concrete, I suppose. They did something very bad, and that very bad thing got out, whether it got out accidentally, whether it was trodden out on the boot of someone's shoe, whether some complete clusterfuck of a squid-brained human being decided to take some of the animals that they were testing on in the Wuhan level 4 biolab and sell it in the market? We'll never know. Again, it's, it's behind the Chinese wall, I suppose you could say. But the reality is nobody will take responsibility and nobody will be held accountable. Listen, people like you and I we're out here on the edge of human endeavors. We are scrabbling on the edge of trying to shift the Overton window to the point where a few photon beams of light can actually come in from the sky down into Plato's cave where people are mucking about with the manipulations of the mainstream media. We are trying to open up the skylight just a little bit because down here, people eyes, people's eyes have gotten big and golem and saucer-like and they're gnawing on fish tossed down from the leftovers of, their, of the elites. So we're trying to just open the sky a little bit, let a little bit of light in. And it's dangerous work. It's dangerous work. Trying to educate the mob is like trying to defuse a bomb. You, you make one mistake, and this is one of the things that I think drove Jordan Peterson kind of batty, and he said this very openly. He said, I'm out here talking to everyone all the time, and I'm like, I can't make one mistake. One mistake. I mean, stuff on Wikipedia about me and other places all just completely made up. It's all lies. You know? they, say, they say, oh, Stefan Molyneux said that he doesn't consider humanity a single species. That's nothing to do with race. I was talking about the predator-prey relationship of criminals and their victims. Nothing to do with race, right? But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'll just find something. You, you, if you self-censor, you're doomed because they're going to find something. Just, and if they can't find something, just make it up, right? So... It's dangerous work out here. And we have to take on so much responsibility to take a keyboard and smash through the roof 
of propaganda and let some actual light from the world in. People are startled by it. People are frightened by it. If you want to know what it looks like, you can go and watch the movie Hoaxed at hoaxedmovie.com and watch the ending, man. I'm in that movie. Watch the ending. It will tell you all about what I'm talking about. So those of us out here taking hyper-responsibility, if I mess up, who pays? I pay. If I do something that betrays your trust, if I do something that offends your respect, there is no net below what I'm doing. And what I'm doing, (laughs) I was going to say it's about as extreme as can be done, but I do take on the topic that other people just plain won't. And of course, the more that a topic is fenced off, the more I know that it's what will liberate us. That's very, very important. The more that a topic is fenced off, the more you know it is what is necessary to achieve our freedoms. So I take 100% responsibility, sometimes 150% responsibility for what I do. And it drives me nuts to see people constantly backtracking. You see the mainstream media doing this all the time silently stealth editing things to make themselves look better, deleting tweets without telling anyone that contradict the current narrative. We are now at war with East Asia. We have always been at war with East Asia. They are writing history like somebody sketching a haiku with a goose feather on the surface of a lake. It is terrifyingly fungible and anti-reality in the extreme. No responsibility. All the people who got the Russia collusion hysteria wrong. No responsibility. All the people who predicted Hillary Clinton at a 95% chance of winning. No responsibility. All the people who said there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. No responsibility. They never fail. They can't lose. It drives me mad. That feels like two different species in a way. Those of us who have to eat what we kill, so to speak, and those who just get a conveyor belt of brioche coming at them from the propaganda mills. So the first thing to understand is that if you want society to improve, people have to start taking responsibility. Look, I'm sorry. I'm really genuinely sorry for all the people out there who don't have any savings. That has something to do with you. They say, oh, well, you know, but the economy, this, and it's been tough. I get all of that. I really do. The people who are in their working prime now are the second wealthiest generation in the history of the world. You can look at the boomers and say, oh, yeah, boomers had it pretty easy. I get it. Okay, so out of the thousands of generations that have floated around of human beings, you drew the second prize, not the first. Come on. You have more opportunities, more potential, more possibilities in this current environment than have ever existed before in human history. And by that, I mean because of the internet and other things that you can do that are not drowned under an endless blizzard of regulation and control and manipulation, you can go out and carve the truth in the world. You can go out and carve your place in the world, and there's not much that can stop you. They'll try. They've been trying with me for 15 years. To hell with them. 
go and skywrite the truth so that people can see it. Because the alternative is to be plowed under the wet earth of brutal tyranny, which will happen if we fail to act. Will happen if we fail to act. Evil is as inevitable as physics without the free will of virtue standing in its way. You have some culpability if you have no savings. Think of the vacations that you took. Think of the meals that you had out. Think of the lattes that you ordered. Think of the video games that you purchased. Remember that Xbox you bought back in 2015? What if you'd put that money into Bitcoin? You have some culpability. You have some responsibility in the matter. Stop externalizing everything. Blaming the economy. Blaming the government. Blaming the boomers. Blaming regulations. I get it. They're tough. But if our ancestors could survive millions of Europeans being taken by the Muslim hordes and sold along the Barbary coast as slaves, if they could survive the Black Death, if they could survive the French Revolution, if they could survive the aristocrats and the night of first privilege, if they could survive all of that, you got this. So it bothers me that people are going to run to a bailout. It does. First of all, the money's not real. All that's going to happen is the price of everything is going to go up. But of course, the government can't tell the truth about that because everybody's so shocked by the truth that they react, usually with hostility and, and aggression, to any basic truth that somehow manages to escape the labyrinth of propaganda and pop up like a sunflower of unexpected reality. The people in China who suppressed the knowledge of COVID-19, who prosecuted and threw in jail people who were trying to tell the world about it, who opened up their airports and facilitated millions of people leaving Wuhan, millions of people leaving China, who took this virus and scattered it across the world as surely as a farmer sows his crops, they will face no negative consequences whatsoever. The media, who downplayed it and then overemphasized it, will face no negative repercussions whatsoever. The governments that fail to act will face no negative repercussions whatsoever. In fact, they'll be positively incentivized because now they get to grab at our freedoms based on their own incompetence. It literally is paying people to screw up. There's an old saying in the army, it also occurs in business, FUMU, right? Fuck up, move up. Or it's called the Peter Principle, I think, like everybody gets promoted just one level beyond their competence. So governments, when facing a crisis, well, first of all, okay, so the media, when downplaying a crisis, gets to be self-righteous and call everyone else paranoid, then when that crisis escalates, partly as a result of them downplaying it, they then get to say, oh, here's the latest on the pandemic, and everybody tunes in. And they sell more ads. Stop incentivizing them. Don't give them your time. Don't give them your eyeballs. Don't give them their ad revenue. Don't do it. They are working for your destruction. Pretty openly at this point, right? None of the government officials who messed up and caused the deaths of thousands will face any negative consequences. I mean, man, 
You fail to shovel your sidewalk in an icy climate and someone slips and falls, you could lose your house. When I was a kid, if you forgot about a test, accidentally, honestly, forgot about a test, too bad you fail. We have infinitely higher standards of expectation for 10-year-olds than we do for 40-year-olds who wield godlike political power. Children, you see, must face consequences for their actions. But our political elites and leaders, the media elites and leaders, no, 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 no. Can't happen. So if you want to understand how a free society deals with this, you have to understand. In a free society, people are responsible. That's why people who hate responsibility hate freedom. In a free society, you will be responsible. If you run an airline and you fly someone who's sick into a country and that causes illness to other people, you will be liable. You will lose your job. You might lose your airline. You might be economically ostracized. If you are sick and you go out and you infect other people, you will be liable. Insurance companies will keep, will pay people to be quarantined because it's far cheaper than the cost of having mass sickness in a society. It's so easy to deal with. But we're so far from remembering what a society looks like where people with power have any kind of accountability that it's hard for us to even imagine. But it's something we must desperately, desperately work towards. And either we achieve a free society Well, it's like the old hitchhiking thing where people say, Vegas or bust, Vegas or bust. I get to Vegas or I got nothing. Well, we get to freedom. Well, we got nothing, my friends, nothing. Make it your goal. Learn about it during this quarantine time. And we can get it. If we fail to aim for it, we will never get it. If we try to get it. I can't guarantee that we will. I really can't guarantee that we will. But if we fail to aim for it, I can absolutely and positively guarantee you that we won't get it at all. Freedomain.com forward slash donate. Thanks, my friends. I'll talk to you soon.